love to hear that music when I'm in the mood. He was here. Everyone was here. That sound alert scared Midge. <laughs> Back. Like a bad habit, but better than you've ever had it. You are rocking with the Wednesday Night A Show. That's right. The AE Double Dudes are right here with you to break down Dynamite top to bottom. It's me, Uturu Sinza, one half of the Sword and Shield, Josh Custodio, joined, of course, by the other half of the Sword and Shield. The man of 100 likes. There's no underscore between the and Zoob. Zoob, it's a, it's a huge week. Are, are you feeling the glow? It's time to come home. Uh, it is the go home show, but for us, it's the come home show. Come home. Uh, yeah. How could you not be feeling the, feeling the vibe, feeling the love? We're going to be together very soon, holding hands, hugging deep. Um, thank five you. Five gifted subs. For the gifted subs. We talk about things that feel good, things that are good. Thank you to Heyman and his will. Is very generous. Five, five very, is very generous. Very generous. Very generous. It's the Forbidden Weekend is upon us. It's it's almost here. It's Wednesday. It's through. Your Thursday happens. I think you guys are both traveling tomorrow, right? Are you guys on the tomorrow's travel day? That's exactly right. Uh, Will, a perfect example of one of the people I'm very excited to see as I land in Toronto. Now, it's not your home. I was about to say your your hometown, Zoo, so that would be far from the truth. Toronto isn't your hometown, per se. But it's right. it's a place that's very near and dear to your heart. Like, it sort of feels like we're going to... I'm meeting you in your territory, and that's very exciting, too. It's a homecoming of sorts. Homecoming, um, there we go. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, no, I spent, uh, I spent 12, 13 wonderful years of my life in Toronto. The formative years, 21 yeah. to... 30 something uh so obviously means a ton to me and was uh was the only place i wanted to live when i was a kid so I, oh I what a stuff, nice so. what a nice way of putting it and i, I per- my quarterly visit to the city and i get to do it with all my pals all the brainiacs get to put on a live show get to see some great wrestling uh what more could you possibly ask for that's right zoom's wrestling brain live toronto the best pre-show for forbidden door there's other ones running in town i see them i see their I advertisements it. with pithy looking hosts who you know Frankly, I'd put their dicks in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? You're just not in the dirt. Not a wrestling podcaster that can stand in the sword and shield. I'll tell you that. You are dead. Two fifty. That seems in the dirt. That seems incorrectly bright. <laughs> yeah, it seems low. I'll say it. it seems low price. I would agree. That, that does seem a little low. <laughs> Too good of a deal, says me in the Zooms. The Sword and Shield, a couple of greedy bastards. Uh, lots of notes about Collision and Forbidden Door tonight, of course, Zooms. Uh, varying degrees of excitement about them. We're going to break it all down. Of course, the real Forbidden Door preview is at the live show, which if you want to come to $25, you can shoot a DM to Zooms. You can shoot a DM to me wrestling brain account or wrestling brain at gmail.com we'll get you all situated with the ticket uh but it's gonna be a packed room it's gonna be a great time uh i couldn't be more excited for wrestling brain live matt uh is your excitement level quite high as we impart tomorrow to to a big show well josh uh i picked a bad time to make goat cheese for the first time because it's uh finally ready and uh i'm heading out to toronto to uh, watch some wrestling with my friends that is bad timing. Yep. I totally agree, Matt. Great to hear from you running the ones and twos. In the back tonight, uh, Zoob's lots to get through tonight, so I think we should get right to it. More notes than usual. More and more cue cards than usual. That's how we roll these days. More cue cards than usual into tonight's episode. Before we get to the scores, though, we got some subs and follows to thank, I think. Uh, but before we do, if you're here for the first time, please hit that follow button. If it's a repeat time, please consider a sub. Help us fly. Help us travel. Buy us a beer in Toronto. You can support the channel. The most direct way is by 
subscribing to the channel or gifting one, you have the opportunity to do it via wallet or if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber. Keep in mind, this one does not renew. You have to go each month and do it. That's all they get you, Zoops. It's the opposite. You notice when it's them, Amazon Prime, you put your card in once. I, I don't even remember buying the thing once. And no. now you, whoa, whoa, you got it. You got it for life. I mean, it's like a tattoo. Uh, but but not in this instance. You have to come back here every month. Reuse your Amazon Prime sub with us. We would greatly appreciate it. Zoops, do you mind jumping in there and thanking the follows and subs that have come in? It starts with culture of losing 13 months, adding many are saying the business. Uh, Joseph W. Nelson subscribed yesterday. We didn't have a oh. show yesterday. That's that's wild to sub yesterday. That's even nicer um, in some ways, I suppose. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Sever won 14 months, adding just Thanks, a casual Sever. night with appearances by Ace, Okada, CM Punk, and The Wrestler. Huge <laughs> gifted one out. Castle of Lear, resub with Prime. You mentioned does not auto-renew. Got to do it yourself, but it is free. You mazel. Uh, that's six months for Castle of Lear. That's a new piece of flair right there. Hey, my name is Will. Five gifted community subs. You heard the music. That is very generous of you. Very generous. And a bad weekend to start making goat cheese as, I mean, geez, tale as old as time. Stop me if you've heard this before. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I had a nickel, you know, that's, uh, what we're talking about here. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, Area Thrasher asking, Punk on back-to-back -back nights. How are you feeling, Josh? We're going to get Come to that. On. Maybe not as you would expect. Area Thrasher. Uh, we'll get through it as we get to He's on the show a couple times, uh, or at least mentioned and, and spoken about. So we'll get to all of that, Zoops. I think, though, it is time to do what we do best. How do you feel about that, Zoops? If we do it best, we may as well do it. I think that makes sense. Perfectly said, as always, big brother. Here we go! I'm going to ask you and the Brainiacs, on a scale of 1 to 7, with a 1 being the worst and a 7 being the best, what did you rank tonight's go-home edition of AEW Dynamite? Now, keep in mind, we're in a new a new sphere now, with AEW Collision sort of the default go-home for every pay-per-view now, but this is the go-home Dynamite. Mm -hmm. Some stuff pushing us to Collision, some stuff pushing us to the pay-per-view, some stuff pushing us even further. Maddie, hit the music. 1 2 I love to hear that song, Zoobs, because it means I'm about to machine gun through the scores while the Zoobs tries to keep an average. Here we go. G. Richie with the full seven. Area Thrasher with a seven. Cadenza with a seven. Hey, my name is Will. With a seven. Imbus five. With a seven. Marlon Phillips with a seven. Quick on Juice with a seven. Danny Madal with a six. He's up a 55 with a seven. Dark Lord DDKL with a six. I am a with a seven. E Prime with a six. Seven with a one. With a six. Culture of Losing with a six. Am I doing this right with a six? Castle of Lear with a six. Brick Mittens with a six. Work Brendan with a six. VZ with a six. Obi-Wan Kabachi with a seven. Sam Fails with a six. Trillium McGinnis with a six. Corvax 1266 with a seven. Six. Ryan PM with the six Bob burritos with a seven. Thank you for the subscription. Obi Wan Kabashi. <laughs> Okadah. <laughs> oh no! What happened? Okadah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so, well, okay. Obi Wan Kabashi, as you said, resubbed for twenty-one months and added. <laughs> 
added the <laughs> message Okada with, but accidentally put a Q at the end, uh, and the auto voice just read it as Okadok. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Okadok. Um, More yeah. people are saying Okadok. That is Okadok. Very uh, over. Awesome. I hear in South America, it's stadiums. You know, one of these guys everyone's talking about what I never seen. Okadok. Uh, interesting. A hard score to parse because um, a hard show to judge at face value, right? Because, like, I don't feel like it was a seven show, but it has seven excitement. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I think if you if you stripped away the context, which you can't do, really, and you just view this as an as an isolo- isolated uh, episode of Dynamite, you know, obviously lots of great stuff. Okada's on this episode, um, you know, uh, but they're also, like, to me, it was pretty clearly anybody in ring. You're mostly in second gear. You're trying to get to Forbidden Door. Um, last week really felt like fireworks. Last week really felt like this is incredible. We're we're bouncing off the walls. There was some good stuff this week. I don't know that it was a seven overall show, but I I think it's safe. I think it's a safe six uh, for me here with with just like it was a great show, very exciting, um, and didn't deflate any of the air in the balloon that we got in from last week, getting us excited for Sunday. I think everybody in this chat, everybody on this channel, that's for sure, already at seven out of seven for Forbidden Doors. Right. Like, the matches they like, it's like CM Punk versus, uh, I mean, who's he even? Kojima. It's, it's, Kojima. Kojima. It's like you could have CM Punk against anybody on the roster. And it's like we, we're already so deep into the matches that we had that, like, it was. You could, you could put anything also on this show. You could have a 15-man tag, you know, thir- 15 on 15, 30 men, and promise me it's going to go an hour, and we're, I'm already so deeply yeah, into it. So, um, so it's, to me, it's like, I feel like I'm, I feel like a six is is fair in that the show was probably even below a six, but my excitement, it's hard to, hard to rate it below six, hard to ever give Okada uh, below a six, hard to ever give... Uh, you get Zack Saber Jr. and and uh, the wrestler. You get you get all kinds of great stuff on here. It, you know, um, this is what Forbidden Door is all about, right? We I we learned our lesson last year to sit here and be like, oh, the build needs this, the build needs that. I think you should just need to be excited that the fucking wrestlers idiots are on the show, right? Leave it's that to like, the idiots. Okada's on the show. Ishii is on the show. Uh, you know, you're getting the fucking wrestler in a, in a tag match. You're getting. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi against War Strickland, just like throw away announcement in the middle, like this, like mind blowing. It's, we're in a mind blowing place right now, so um, it's crazy. So we're of course the Sword and Shield, and I, I think it's you know we agree very often. I think I totally agree with you. This is kind of a hard episode to score because. It is, when we talk about the scoring criteria, people think, oh, seven, there were things wrong on this episode. It's like, well, no, no, no. Seven just means it's great. It's a masterpiece. I'm more than happy to watch it as a TV show. I wouldn't want Dynamite to be this every week where it's like largely propelled announcements and things to be excited for. I mean, you would need, I'll take the regular six Dynamite. But but in my heart, you talk about that seven feeling. I I, I won't lie to you. This this is a, a cinch seven for me. Even just listen to, I think it was Sever who subbed off the top saying that all the names that were on this show, 
if this was WCW and these people showed up and they did the stupidest things you could imagine, they wouldn't get points <laughs> for that. But it isn't. They did things that make sense and set up angles. Right. And uh, yeah, th- this one's a seven for me. I mean, my, what of my ten favorite wrestlers of all time? How many were on the show tonight? Yeah, it's a fever <laughs> like... dream. The, the show's the fever dream. The 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 Forbidden Door. The three weeks around Forbidden Door, just like this weird fever dream, where like if you were knocked out five years ago and it was 2018 2019 and someone told you this show was happening you there'd be there'd be so many roadblocks in the way (laughs) (laughs) i mean it would it it would never it's just it would be an impossibility like yeah you you would think oh that 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 isn't possible there's so many things that are possible but uh, certainly not that um it's interesting just as we think about Forbidden Door, and you talked about the general hype levels hub, we're all at sevens. Over on our Twitter account, at Wrestling underscore Brain, the Monday of pay-per-view weeks, I always put out a call to the people asking on the one to seven scale their hype levels. Without question, I couldn't tell you which one had this, but Forbidden Door this weekend got the most seven answers by anyone by far. There was nary a not seven. And now that tells you a little bit about who's watching our show, which God bless you, we love you. But uh, it also, like, that's where I'm at as well. And I think this show sort of reflected that. So, yeah, a seven for me. But I also understand. I would understand a five on this show in some ways. Um, but but for me, the yeah, I was I was riveted watching this damn thing. Yeah, we've learned the lesson. We've, we've learned the lesson. It's like, I think it perfectly put here in the chat from Heart Note. It's Forbidden Door Week. Use your heart for once, for God's sakes, right? Like, you don't, you don't have to. You don't have to put on the amateur analyst glasses and and throw on the like the deeper levels of like what is just enjoy that this crazy shit is happening and i think that's uh a a lesson we're all taking away and and just being excited i think obviously going to the events uh plays a huge part in it but even if you weren't even if you're just watching at home i think this is there's more than enough to get you off the couch here now zoobs ironically what's on my heart Yes, your brain. My damn brain, I can't get away. Let's get some brains in the chat to kick off a very exciting edition of AEW Dynamite. The horrible music plays us, for, at least on my feed, for like a moment. I barely, I was, light the fuse! Oh, we're, we're barely any opening here. I suppose not light the fuse, the tail end of the song. Uh, we get right to it. We get to Jeff Hart, or rather the Hardy Brothers theme, to open. Now, I think this is the first time these guys have opened up Dynamite. Sort of a wise choice in some ways. The crowd, of course, comes alive. Uh, you hear that song. You basically can't not do the the funky chicken. They're here to take on. If you like that, you like funky chicken. The guns, who I thought had a, a fantastic entrance here. This is the Brothers Grand Prix, whatever it is. There are lots of brothers or people who share last names in AEW. I liked this match. Uh, I think the guns... We're doing like borderline two comedic selling, really making the Hardys look extremely strong and getting them over and trying to make them look agile. I thought it came together in a way that made them look impressive, but I wasn't exactly in love with this match. I thought it was good, not great, but I continue to be a big believer in the guns and this positioning is, I understand what happened here, but wasn't specifically uh, able to get into much of it besides a couple notes, which I'll get to here, Zeus. Where are you on this one? Uh, buying into the new, I don't know if you're, if you're aware of this new sort of sub idea that all of the bad leaks are the Hardy's fault. Have you, have you, have you been in on this? In on no. this of like, it, it's just that, that the, the bad news secretly follows them, uh, is sort of the, the, the return. Really? The re- yeah. The return source is, is so it's ready for, yeah, it's for Ooh, undercovering, love. um, Jeff Hardy's trans- transgressions there over covering, um, the feeling in the locker room type oh. stuff. Oh, 
That's interesting. Anyway, uh, I was, you know, lots of couple, a couple of things. Are, do the guns have the coolest entrance in AEW right now? They do. Is it... The number one coolest entrance <laughs> is the guns. <laughs> number one. Uh, they fit in. They fit in so well in Bullet Club Black and Gold. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, a little bit of the jerk something. I sort of did like the desperation of their tags. Um, I like a lot of things that, that they're doing. They are. They've grown on me a lot in the last year. Um, so a, a lot of real estate, a lot of stock um in the guns i don't know what the hardy boys act at this point listen I, you know got plenty of time for matt hardy um the yes and doing it and doing it all the time um but yeah they're not a they're not a top tier act at in 2023 for me personally this card was more into matt hardy than jeff hardy and i don't know if i can ever remember i'm sure it's happened don't i'm not saying it's never happened i'm just saying when you think of those two it's Matt's the hot tag here. People love Jant and Delete still. They love it. It's 2015 for me too. Uh, and, and and they love it. I don't know if Jeff, maybe people feel just sort of sad about maybe in some ways or not sure what to do with, but the, he's one of the most over guys in the history of the business. People say, oh, that's ridiculous. And it's like, it really isn't. If you look at Jeff Hardy at any point in history, he's getting gigantic reactions everywhere all the time. Just Without and he's not a good promo either. Just reliably over, and yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. It all felt a little strange to me, but uh, I did like they did the dog pile pin breakup where uh, Austin Gunn is stopping Jeff Hardy uh, while Colton is pinning Matt, and Jeff's just like fuck this. It's like a strong guy pin breakup. Jeff just tackles him into it, and that breaks up the pin. I do like when guys do that. It's like sort of dangerous. Like it's hard to do exactly precisely it is just like all right i'm gonna tackle you into them everybody trying to flatten let's try to line up best we can uh i like that a great deal regardless this is mostly just a setup that indeed as uh, i think you said the other week zooms uh the guns here are gonna join bullet club gold jay white and juice robinson help them to get the win here they all stand tall before i move on to the next portion here what do we think of this jay white Juice Robinson, Colton Gun, Austin Gun, Bullet Club Gold. Do they need another member? And what do you think of it as is? Zoops? I like the, I like the, I like the, the, the pairing. I think, the, I think it makes a lot of sense. I like to have a tag team in a stable. Uh, you like to have like a a big boss guy and then sort of a middle, a middle guy. I don't know that they need to add. It's Bullet Clubs. So they probably will continue to add and add and add. Um, but I think it's great. I think if you're gonna have a, a North American Bullet Club, um version i think this fits nicely they they're they're still really spiritually aligned right like yeah. sort of uh skeezy and they they get around and they cheat hijinks but they're and they're pricks but they're like also really loud mouth and they and they're like they taunting and cocky and and not afraid to run their mouths to anybody i think i think it fits in really nicely and really spiritually well i think um it i there i, I do have some of the concerns of the ethan page sort of thing where it's like are the right. guns just it's just like every time there's a faction the guns are in it i don't want that to be the case but i i don't know that that aligns with this in the way that it would that it has me um it would in, in a different kind of fear this feels the most spiritually aligned they've been to anything they've been a part of and what about adding another member? Do you like this lineup as is, or do you go with a, a five? And for the record, I agree with you. I think this is the most compelling Bullet Club lineup in a, a very long time. I would let it be for now. Maybe down the road, you add somebody. I, I, I sort of want to let this lineup cook a little bit, right? And let yeah. them get into a situation where they need a fifth versus like 
you know, you you add your this the version of Buddy Murphy to this stable, and then you're sort of like, well, that guy's just also sort of there. I think you already have yeah. Juice as like Juice a, is your pin guy, as your pin guy or your mid guy, your your the the dog barking behind, you know, sort of sort of thing. I don't think I don't I wouldn't be adding right away, um, just personally. Maybe a heavy. That's the only thing I would think of if you wanted to find a, a heavy who needed a push. Uh, you could stick them with them. But I, I like this lineup a great deal. I want to hear them all talk on the mic because I think that's actually a foursome that you remember when BCC early were doing those everybody speaks promos. Uh, I think these four could do a really nice job of that and sort of keep, like you said, a consistent tone between each other. Uh, I'm just a fan of the acting in general. I like it. Yeah. But regardless, people need to come save the Hardys first. It's Ricky Starks, who still hates Juice Robinson and uh, Jay White. So he's out to help. You won't believe this. One is not enough to overcome four, but I do appreciate him for trying. FTR comes out. Two, this seems like a better number that we're going to have sort of a better there. chance here. Yeah. But who, when 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 FTR needs help now, much in a Darby way, the default help for FTR, and this crowd knows it, because they still need one person to even the odds, and there's no better person to have up your sleeve in this kayfabe company than CM Punk. Who makes his way down the ramp and clears house. This is our lineup for the collision Saturday match. It's CM Punk, Ricky Starks, excuse me, and the Hardys, or sorry, and FTR, the Hardys. That would really be something. And FTR versus this new lineup of Bullet Club Gold. I think this is a very fun, it's very spiritually similar to last week's collision main event, I guess I would say, but still gets me pretty excited out the gate, Zeus. What does this do for you, this lineup? And what did you think of Punk coming down the aisle? His first appearance on AEW Dynamite, Zeus. I was surprised. I was surprised to see him come out uh, in the first segment in a um, Hardys <laughs> match. Not where I thought on the card that I would be getting CM Punk tonight. I didn't. No think acknowledgement like... of him and Jeff's feud. None. No. Uh, that's right. Um, not where I expected. Always great. Oh, listen, it, it elevates the show. Um, to see CM Punk. He's a collision guy. Not supposed to be here. Uh, Saturday night. Lying it on the line. You're in Chicago. You do have to you sort of like, if you don't have CM Punk in that building that date, I think people probably bought the ticket thinking they were going to see CM Punk. So they do get that. Um, I thought maybe we would get a, we would get a forbidden door thing here today with CM Punk. We, they ended up just sort of throwing it into the show uh, in the back quarter. The strangest way you could do what here's CM Punk's that, first man? singles match. Here's CM Punk's first pay-per-view match. It's a tournament opening round against Kojima. One of uh, eight okay. matches announced in, in 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Very, very strange. But yeah, I mean, listen, you're establishing that uh, he's a guy who does have friends he these these are the guys the guys that have his back he has their back is the sort of thing he has his detractors he has his enemies but he also has um, people that he is very very aligned with i think you're doubling and tripling it down on that i would love if cm punk had my back he probably would if you asked him to if you well you had to play make inroads first prove you weren't a phony yeah yeah i don't i don't think cm punk would like me very much i don't think there's much i think he would <laughs> no i think he might like yuzu there's a chance that's possible. You know what makes perfect sense is that he ran into our friend John Cullen, and John was like, I got the sense like Punk actually liked me. And I was like, that actually, yeah, I bet he did. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do believe that. Uh, Punk came out in a Danhausen shirt. Zoobs, you know me. And I love when guys wear the T-shirt of the Federation they're wrestling in, number one. Uh, number uh, Right under that has to be wrestlers uh, in T-shirts of wrestlers that aren't even there or have nothing to just wearing their friend's shirts. Like, they're not actually affiliated with them. I think that's very cool. 
I'm not even supposed to be here. He yells to Chicago. He lays out the challenge for these guys. He wants a piece. It's going to be Saturday night fights in Chicago, Zoobs, and I'm fired up. Um, I'm going to sort of bleed this into this next part here, Zoobs, and ask you a big question. So buckle up. Uh, because CM Punk lays out this challenge, then we get a recap of his first week on Collision and the first Collision ever. Of course, people uh, who tuned in, and thank you all for tuning in on Saturday night. Now, Drew, a nice number. Lots of people showed interest for a Collision post show, and thank you, Matt, for making time Saturday to produce it. But we haven't really gotten your thoughts, Zoobs. Uh, what, what were your thoughts of Collision? Did it make a dent in the AW sphere for you? Did, did you have anything you wanted to say about AW Collision? I only watched the CM Punk parts. We're being We're being real here. Yeah. I don't think you're alone, though. Those clips yeah. did very well on uh, social. But even in those clips, you would have seen what the show looks like. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, what, what did you think? <laughs> you laugh I mean, at it's me a, it, social. No, I I laugh at the like I I just sort of like I the the rest of the show I'm Come I'm on. a little I don't really know. Um, I know the CM Punk parts obviously is very good. That is, there are more people like you said probably more people like me than um than than not that are sort of like i want to see what cm punk does on the show it's a it was an interesting sort of situation um just sort of the given the layout of my weekend that my saturday eight to ten was not one that i could sort of willingly yeah. give that time to but um yeah it was a good start a great a great promo from punk obviously some electric stuff punk and Samoa Joe in the same ring uh i thought the crowd did a great job of like honoring with it feeling the way it should have been uh, Joe sure brought the worker brutes to that Man. as well. Absolutely laying in those chops were awesome. Man. It felt um, it felt as big as you would hope that it would feel as somebody that is hoping for that moment. Um, that was all fully, fully uh, ingratiated in, in like a, a really appreciated way. So continue, continue to be impressed and and looking forward to to more CM Punk. I'll, be, I'll, I'll lay it bare. Fantastic zooms. I think everybody's been dying to hear what you said on that. So I appreciate you getting it out no. there. Thank you very much. To Nick Vanderhoof, who I think we're going to be seeing on Sunday at Wrestling Brain Live for gifting a sub. Very, very nice. Thank you, Nick Vanderhoof. Here we go. Minoru Suzuki, Chris Jericho. and Okay, so hang on. Let me just say. Minoru Suzuki and Chris Jericho. And now I'm going to list everyone else in this match. These aren't the teams. I'm just... So, so Chris Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, Sammy Guevara, Action Andretti, AR Fox, Darius Martin. Tough scene. Those are all the people in this match. I thought, first of all, hey, your guy Action Andretti's on the show. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. The action. This is, the, this is what we're getting with the brand split is Action Andretti is back. <laughs> yeah, uh oh. <laughs> Uh, I, I would have fancy to see an AR Fox, but I, I would have rather found a trio that was maybe an established trio, somebody that would could build contendership in the trio's division. I don't know. Something. I thought it was hilarious. I was fully expecting because they built to an Andretti Jericho sequence in this match. And I was like, oh, here we go. You know, they have some history. This is the zilch. <laughs> like, no. Just another tag in this ad. People have forgotten about the one, two, three kid moment of Action Andretti. I have a feeling it won't be remembered as the one, two, three kid moment. It will still it will remain the one, two, three kid moment. It will not become the Action Andretti moment. Love the Suzuki and Jericho buddy spots, the like co-posing and whatnot. The these two are funny together. You know, you wouldn't think of them as a tag team, but they are both guys who the comedic can come out in them very easily. And I think they sort of find a common space in there for these matches. I, I thought it was very fun together. 
again, no sizzle to that one pairing. A wonderful Gotch-style pile driver on AR Fox that he sells like the stiff timber way out of a pile driver, which I don't even understand how you do that with your body. Uh, fun match here, Zooms. What do you think on this one? Yeah, fine enough. Not uh, huge on two of the three guys on the opposite team, right? Or, or even uh, Sammy for that matter. But you're right. The the Jericho, uh, Minoru Suzuki, you sort of leave it be- being like, wow, I guess they're more like spiritually similar than it appears at first blush, right? You sort of, you, you th- the first thought on Suzuki is like the, the, the deadly serious, like the, the, the shooter, but like he has so much comedy in his, in his history and all the time in DDT and all the funny things he's done. Like he is not afraid of embracing this part of wrestling. And obviously Jericho, yeah. there's always a degree of that layered in no matter how serious he's being, but he also on the other side, like has the serious veteran, uh, potato giver sort of like thing that he can be. So it is sort of an interesting place is like where they meet in the middle, where those um, Venn diagrams sort of meet and in, in that their appreciation for the comedy and the seriousness of it. Um, yeah, I, I, I do like, I like some of the AR Fox stuff in here, um, but this was mostly a, mostly just, again, this is sort of the emblematic of the show, right? It's like, it's mostly just about it being yeah. cool to see Suzuki on the show. Like and more set than up it is. In, the, yeah. in the post-match. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, because afterwards, we get... Uh, and the heels do pick up the win here. Sammy getting... The, or sorry, uh, Jericho getting the tap. We get... Standing in the ring with Sting is the question put forward to Chris Jericho. How did that feel? Yeah, man! Everyone was impressed. Everybody thought... He was saying, everybody's impressed by Sting and Jericho. Except for him. He doesn't care about Sting... He doesn't think it was the moment. And then out of nowhere, wouldn't you know it, who's going to answer the call? But Sting himself, he comes out and man, he was he was treading close to his Joker character here tonight. I'm not saying he's becoming Joker <laughs> Sting at all, but he had like his arm around Jericho reminded me of him and Hogan in the office. He's like, ah, is he the contract? Why? And he says, why are you so uptight, Chris? I'm like, this guy's going to go with the red suit and face paint on. I'm smelling it. <laughs> one more time. We're going to celebrate. Celebrate Joker Sting one more time. Uh, I wouldn't exactly celebrate it, but that was the vibes he was giving off here. They are making good on the sort of delayed one-week match. We are going to get uh, Darby and Sting versus Chris and Sammy Guevara. So there you go. I thought the match was good, but yeah, like you say, novel for its moments more than the actual uh, work stuff. Joker Sting. <laughs> says Tork Penderloin. Except for one saying, I need Action Andretti off my team television moving forward. Sorry, Action Andretti off my television going forward. Yeah, I agree. And Scoots Brodo saying, Joker Sting versus Painmaker, please. Yeah, okay. You might have stumbled into something there. Broken <laughs> yeah, mat. You know what? Broken mat, triple threat. Yeah, you- absolutely. And then you you just you tell yourself that you're not watching <laughs> Impact Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> They have to do a coffin match, but Lucha Underground stuff where they actually kill off one of the three of them. That's yes, that's, that's only it's only fair. It's only fair. Can't be Joker Sting, though. Got a, a lot more miles than him, I think. In action, Andretti is what Will needs. Hey, my name is Will. Very nice. How does he do it? How does he do it? Uh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Now, oh. We get uh, a video playing before Mark Briscoe and Jeff Jarrett telling <laughs> us all about their feud. These guys have been connected. All I was thinking this, boy, these guys have been connected at the hip forever. Uh, they have a concession stand brawl. There's mustard and ketchup everywhere. You the, the Condiments everywhere, Zeus, wouldn't you say? Condiments everywhere here. 
you'd hate to have it happen to you. You're wearing a, you're wearing a nice wrestling shirt. You're wearing your gear. Ketchup and mustard all over you. No good. That's how you get ants. So throwing handfuls of hot dogs at each other. This isn't really my kind of thing. I like actual hardcore wrestling. I know some people enjoy the Memphis tornado all around the arena style. But this just feels so rooted in comedy that you're just, it's like they're aware. It's like, oh, this is going to go viral. We got to make a clip. It doesn't feel like no part of this feels like a wrestling match to me. Then to make matters worse, they go to the ring for the back half of this. I couldn't figure right. that out. <laughs> yeah. Of all, of all two guys, of all matches, wasn't a fan of this at all. There's a big reveal that the cameraman is not the cameraman. In fact, it's Papa Briscoe, who I don't know if people know this, used to get tremendous heat in Ring of Honor. Bob Briscoe used to get, people hated him. Fantastic stuff. Uh, if you like this sort of thing, I imagine. Papa Briscoe gets a giant, does two shoulder blocks to Jay Lethal. Then Satnam comes out and they like clear the babyface locker room to stop Satnam from helping the, he helping the heels. The best friends in the Lucha Brothers come out. I didn't understand this. Was, it, was there something I was missing here? I was hoping you would smart me up on what the hell happened here. Um, These a, just a, good a, guys a, being like, we've had enough. A zillion run-ins again. Sort of, you're 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 keeping it in second gear heading into the pay-per-view. Um, I do find it funny that you talk about like it's rooted in comedy and it's not a very serious thing. Catch a mustard, like and and also like Mark Briscoe takes a ladder through a table on the concrete. Uh, on like it's like they also do like one or two insanely huge bumps yeah, Jared did bump huge here. i have criticized him for not doing that he does take two gnarly ones here so credit to him it's, for that it's hilarious how those fit in yeah i mean a, a total a total um clown around sort of clown car match where a million people step out and there's a million people unzipping sweaters you go i would you, as soon as you said your favorite thing is people wearing the the shirt of the company they wrestle for you got you got it right away uh, you got it with uh, with Sanjay Dutt, or yeah, with, had the uh, AEW shirt underneath that was the big reveal. Great he was wearing, <laughs> wearing an AEW shirt. Um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's comedy and ketchup and mustard, so it's hard to sit here and like dissect the frog on it. And everything doesn't need to be the most serious thing in the world. This just isn't the vein of I was hoping for Toriyanu on tonight's show, but this wasn't this wasn't hooking me. McFadden, you say Papa Briscoe had a better working punch than Taya. Yowza. Brick Mitten saying, I missed this match. Really glad Zoobs and Josh here to catch me up. Hey, happy, happy to do it. Lots of people, we, we get that comment, not lots of people, we get that comment more often than I think in our in our DMs or mentions. Someone tells us, oh, I don't even watch Dynamite. I just listen to your guys' show about it. You're just going to blow right through the catch me up there, right? Eh? With, the, with the K A T C H. Catch me up, right? Yeah. Sorry. See, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Brickmitten's uh, mustard have been busy. <laughs> mustard been busy. Mustard, mustard been busy. Very nice soups. VZ saying, but I mean, Jarrett probably had the tastiest hair of anyone in that arena. Isn't the Ace there tonight? <laughs> no, I don't think so. The Ace was like in like a hostage video. <laughs> yeah, they, they had him where they found Bin Laden. Is where the ace. They're keeping him safe before Forbidden Door. He's shot on like a Motorola Razor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get the N64. We need to, we need to film. We need to film something. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe Jared's got a nice head of hair. There's no getting around that. Nope. Marlon Phillips saying, "Why does Sotnam not wrestle at all?" That's a great question. It's been what years? Year. 
it's he's too big, right? It's too it's it's it would be too hard to explain his losses. So you have to just sort of leave him as an auxiliary character because if you once you open that door, uh, impossible to close it. For Threadable chiming in with, I really relish these puns. Marlon Phillips adds in, I may owe or not enjoy this, these puns. Okay, very nice, everybody. Zoops, you got any more there? Uh, no, I don't think I do. Let me, let me be frank. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't think I do. Let me be frank. Frankfurters. Yeah. yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. We have ourselves mm -hmm. a wiener. Oh! <laughs> Man, this guy. Can't stop it. Stack I refuse. Stack I won't. I keep I hold myself to a standard, you know. Yeah, I do. Up here. Yeah, you're the top dog. Didn't didn't like this. Um, I just didn't understand the end. Can anybody in the chat cheer me? I, I just I didn't understand the end. Why are all these guys? I, I somebody in my Discord. I, I think it might have been RL. I can't remember who it was. If you're here, let me know. Said that it was just the roster saying "fuck off" to Jarrett. Just everyone wanted a punch at the end. <laughs> as good of a reason as I've heard. Wasn't there a stipulation that if he loses? He no longer appears on Dynamite or something. Is that I right? I don't know. I That's great. That. That's fantastic. My, I sort of mentally go somewhere when Jeff Jarrett's on screen. Sometimes I physically go somewhere. <laughs> That's the level I... Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now we move on. BCC is, is backstage, but not just BCC students. They've got Takeshita and Don Callis here. An unholy alliance. Takeshita in a giant Final Fantasy style leather trench coat. Look at like the mob boss of all bosses. As cool as he's ever looked. Mox puts over each member of the BCC going into a weekend. You know, all these other feds they're sending over their best. You're looking at our best all right here. I thought this was a cool way of looking at it. But sort of a standard Mox thing runs up and down how good everybody is. Brian says, you're not. I'm the best in the world. Now, he means it at Okada, but it reads kind of a shot at Punk. I don't think people know this. Brian was best in the world before Punk was. Punk admits he stole it from Brian. Uh, so he he was the bitw so this is he's more brian can use this without it being a shot at punk he's just allowed to call himself the best in the world says okada's not the best in the world he sucks and uh teases for later that he's like i wanted to talk to okada he's not even here he wouldn't even show up the crowd of course hates this he's go oh imagine <laughs> thinking okada was somewhere and okada isn't there that would break my heart too but they didn't have you Zeus. you knew them saying he wasn't no. there ready was yeah. there right no, not right when there was it. not when there was no main event. No, <laughs> you saw absolutely right through it. Well, uh, what? And then we get so it's still not exactly clear what the alliance is going to be here, but we do get the announcement from Mox that because Brian's fighting Okada, it will be him, Claudio, Wheeler Yuta, Shooter, the Roughneck, Shota Umino. And Kanose Takeshita taking on the elite on Sunday. Says, all right, you guys want to fight? We'll see it Forbidden Door. Here's my five. That, that's a hell of a team. Yeah, big names. Big, big, big uh, alignment. I'm, it's it's going to be pretty sweet. And we'll get the answer to who the elite will be having in this uh, to match the five. Because we've only got Hanger and the Young Bucks so, five, they, so far. We need two more. And we'll be getting it later on in this episode. And with that, Zoobs, we're going to get to our first of three. Keep it or kick it tonight, Zoobs. Does that suit you fine? Can't wait. 
Well, then let's do it. Of course, keep it a kick. It's a segment of the show where I'm going to give three props for my wrestling brain. Here's the first one. You are going to go into the emotes bar and select either the keep emote or the kick emote. The keep emote is what you select. If you like the prompt, you love the prompt, you want some more of the prompt. And the kick emote is the exact opposite. You hate it, spice it. Never want to see it again. Of course, you do know the rules of keep it or kick it. Let's get to the first prompt. It's exactly this. Keep it or kick it. Kanosuke Takeshita joining the Blackpool Combat Club. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it. Lots of answers. Lots of answers here. Try to keep track with me here. These keeper kick signs are going to slay at Wrestling Brain Live, Supes. Yes, they will. Um, you know, I mean, we made all, I made all those ones for the first one, and then I think I'm the only one who kept the, the, the two signs. Wow. Was that heartbreaking? No, because I kept mine. I could, you know, it doesn't matter to me what other ratings do. You, know. you didn't uh, have anyway. any, like, sentimentality towards. You weren't like, oh, come on, I people. You know, yeah. People better keep these ones. If, they, if I, I had, see one person yeah. throw it aside, I'll put I a hurt in them. That's, that's why I kept it, right? Knees people's. to faces. Uh, here we go. Marlon Phillips kicks it. Cadenza keeps it. Gritchy keeps it. Brickman's keeps it. Captain Twigs kicks it. Hey, my name is Will. Kicks it. VZ keeps it. Philly McGinnis keeps it. Area Thrasher kicks it. Sever One kicks it. Niblets 05 kicks it. Fruits are edible kicks it. Sam Fells kicks it. I am Ahab kicks it. Dark Lord DKL keeps it. Torque Penderloin kicks it. C755 kicks it. Heart Note kicks it. Maddie Mac kicks it. Gandalf Glundgren keeps it. Am I doing it right? Kicks it. Culture of losing keeps it. Irish Mac 21 keeps it. Hides me. RL kicks it. McVander Huge kicks it. Corvax 1266 kicks it. Uh, Castle Leader kicks it. Qui-Gon Gin and Juice keeps it. Stop Sign kicks it. The parents of Mr. 50K kick it. Uh, <laughs> you guys have a sub. You can, you can use the emotes. You guys show them how to use the emotes, Josh. And, uh, Mom, you can, you can use the emotes. It. You're you're subbed. You're a paid sub. You're paying. You well, use the real gifted. thing. Put the little smiley in. Send a message. Six months subscriber badge. Wow. Thanks. Uh, man. Eight months. Somebody has <laughs> gifted the parents of fifty k. <laughs> uh, there are eleven more kicks than keeps. Thank you, McVander Huge. Thanks, McVander um, Huge. Appreciate it. Uh, wow, that's a go. good gimmick, McVander Huge. If you're the guy who who keeps, that's not the worst <laughs> worst way to make a name for yourself in there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there you go. A, a few more kicks than keeps. Count me among the kicks as well. I don't need him in BCC. I think him as the Callus family is more interesting than uh, joining BCC for me personally. Yeah, I think I would lean the same. However, when I see him interface with those guys, he fits in in a way that I wouldn't hate it either. I would lean kick, but wouldn't hate it at all. Yeah. All right. Greasy. We move on. Oh, uh, man. That was good. 
you know me, Zoobs. I hate an announcement for an announcement. We sure. try very hard to not do that on Wrestling Brain. You'll never see a post from us being like, big announcement coming later. I feel like we've done that before. <laughs> yeah, we, we wouldn't make a habit of it. Yeah. We, we wouldn't we, do it all the Yeah. We also learned our lesson on on announcing things. But we, we got screwed on that a couple times. <laughs> yeah. It is the way she goes. But we've never done it this way, where they have RJ City with Tony Giovanni. And you know, I love seeing RJ City on television. Can't use that guy enough. I think he's talented at the Wazoo and very funny. They've got one of those, what do you call that, Zoobs? The wheel with all the balls in it they use for a lottery? Yeah, bingo, bingo wheel sort of thing. Yeah, bingo wheel spinning thing with all the balls in it. He reaches in. Now, this is to find out who's in the blind tag team tournament, the rules of which have been immensely unclear. But we find out, to me at least in this moment, that this is this is going to be tag teams that are made out of two random people. I'm going to pull two teams. Oh, look, this is the team. That's an exciting premise for me. So great to see. Hopper, thank you. Hopper, thank you very much, Bobby Burritos. That's exactly what it is. So we pull these two names out and they say, Ooh, oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay, we'll tell you who that was on Collision. Stupid. Stupid way to do it. I love the concept. I love Lethal Lot. I love the what is it? Lethal Lottery Battle Bowl. I love that as a concept from WCW. One of my favorite things that happened when I did my rewatch of pre Hogan WCW, which was the first thing I did when I got the network, and basically the only like real deep dive that I did when I got WWE Network. I was like, I'm gonna watch pre Hogan WCW and see what it was like. I loved the Battle Bowl, the Lethal Lotteries. I thought it was like such a fun idea. Agreed. Um, I'm glad they're bringing it over. Could not like this less the way, the way that they did this you gotta you gotta, you gotta announce it you could do like the k1 kickboxing grand prix where it's they have the bracket but the, i mean of course it was for real in k1 here you'd gimmick it somehow but and they would draw you'd have all the competitors and then they draw the name okay you go stand in that slot okay who's your partner wow you go stand beside them. you get like to see them all there's a lot you could do there this was nothing this was a segment of watching people draw names that you don't get to see and just two names, what I would have done here is I would have drawn the two names and showed them to us. I would have given us the first two names and been like, here's the first team, and then said them. And then been like, we're going to continue doing these throughout the course of the night. We'll update you later on. And then you, then it makes yes. sense to come out and say, by the way, we just did another drawing, and it was MJF and Cole. Makes no sense. This is one of those things that every idea we pitch will sound good because doing it any other way would be better. Where if I listen to this one, watch, you're going to love this one too. They should have shown you one name. And then they look at the other one and they're like, oh, wow. And they're like, oh, who who did who did MJF get? Who'd be the weirdest MJF bear? You're like, they did nothing. <laughs> they made yeah. you watch a drawing that you don't see the results here. Stupid. I know it's only a one or two minute segment, but this is a, this is a fast-paced world. You, you got new, somebody's watching for the first time today, they flip. They're doing a draw, you don't even see. I don't see the draw. Nonsense. Bad. Now we get to see the Elite's answer to BCC. So we go backstage, Kenny's shirtless, which I love. Kenny's just been shirtless in promos lately, which is hilarious. I think I would do that if I was a wrestler. Just wear jeans and no shirt everywhere. Like you own the place. And maybe that's how he's saying I'm the locker room leader. It feels like a very locker room sure. leader. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Kenny and Kenny and the Bucks are wink, wink, nudge, nudge in the arena. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. This is a pre-tape, of course, because <laughs> Stan Punk's actually at Dynamite tonight, which means... That the, they won't be. This is legitimately. I, I hope that this is a work or something. This is so silly. It's just so silly. Uh, it honestly pisses me off. 
But the elite go, okay, yeah. Or Hangman, I should say, in particular, goes, oh, yeah, these guys, they think they're so clever. They know that they're calling us out when Kenny's already in a big match against Will Ospreay. But don't you worry. We've gone to some unlikely places to get friends for this match. And then they have Eddie Kingston pop into frame, like Eddie's face in front of the camera, in front of the elite. Eddie walks at the elite. He's like, want to make it 100% clear here. Don't respect you guys. Don't think you're any good. Think you're very silly. I just hate Claudio more. That's all this is. I don't respect you at all. <laughs> and I just, you couldn't give me enough Eddie Kingston. You can, oh, 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 you'll never, oh, I'm full. I don't need more. Never going to happen. Yeah, I thought he was fantastic here. He's interesting. I want to see the dynamics at play with each member of Hangman and the Bucks. Imagining Nick Jackson, like the most flippy wrestler in history, just tagging Eddie, who's like coming in for just like waddling over for some punches and the chops in the corner. It just, there's, there's so much at play there that I could really get into. So very funny stuff and a uh, good dynamic. But Eddie says, I can't trust you guys. So I get to pick the fifth member of the team. I'm going to go get somebody. Now, credit to my Discord, I initially said, oh, maybe it'll be Homicide, but then I was like, oh, no, it'll probably be a New Japan representative, and almost everybody in the Discord was like, it's going to be the Stone Pitbull. How could it not be? It makes perfect sense. And sure enough, later on, it did prove to be, so let's talk about it as if it had Zoops. This is a strange team. Hangman Page, Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, Eddie Kingston, and Tomohiro Ishii taking on Blackpool Combat Club minus Brian Danielson plus Kanosuke Takeshita. What, what do you, th- this is sort of an interesting cobbled team matchup. Does this work for you? Not really. I don't really like it. I know that you had a effusive praise. I sort of disagree. Uh, I don't like putting Eddie in this situation. Eddie's mm. too good. Eddie's too good to have to do the like, for me, it's, it just sort of like doesn't really jive with Eddie. To but me. him fighting just, Claudio is good. Yeah, it's not enough. It's just not enough. Him, 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 comedically being like, he tried to blow me up, and and I drove ran you over my car, and and uh, because I wanted to be Claudio, who by the way he was teaming with not that long ago. Um, again, for Forbidden Door Weekend, I I throw most of the analysis out of my brain, and I admit we're just looking for how we get all these guys in the show, and I want Eddie on the card, and it's a good sign for Eddie that he's on Team Super Baby Face. I think that's great, right? That. All of that qualifier aside, it's just like it, it's just not my preferred use of Eddie's talents. It just isn't like I would rather him do almost anything else. Um, to be frank with you, I do actually agree. These teams are overstuffed. I think you could do some addition by subtraction. However, I am happy to see Eddie continue to chase Claudio through everywhere. Their match, I think, has sort of gone forgotten a little bit. It's one of my matches of the year. Eddie Absolutely. versus Claudio at I think it was Absolutely. the Death Before Dishonor. And the rematch, I greatly look forward to and think Eddie should win. Or if not, Eddie should lose the second and then finally win. But I love those guys together and sort of using it as a means for specifically that to chase. But I do understand, like, it's a cobbled to get. Then Ishii, it's like, how does Eddie know Ishii? Although yeah, they do and, and seem like, like guys who would spiritually understand each other. Yeah, it's just like Eddie's so good at what he does and is so capable of so much that it just like for me, it's not ideal for him to come out and like even in the main event slot have to be like, again, I don't like the guys that I'm teaming with. And I'm and I'm sort of is he's so he's so honest and so open that he sort of can't help but pull back the curtain to a little bit of just yeah. like I'm being booked into this. What do you want from me? Right. Yeah, it does come across like that. And I love that. In a CM Punk sort of way, Eddie in his character does let you feel like you know the guy a bit, even though you don't, obviously. Anyway, I'm sure I'll love it. I'm, I'm going to be thrilled to see everybody involved uh, on the weekend. 
I, I, I do like the addition of Ishii to the to the team. It, it's a perfect kind of guy that you would bring um, to fight the BCC. You got to fight like you're gonna. You have all these insane strikers and the insane technical guys. Just bring a literal boulder that they they literally cannot strike down. Like it's um, it makes a ton of sense. It's hilarious juxtaposition with the Young Bucks having those two. Oh um, man, there's some, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm sure it'll Can be great. Hit it'll a be double a great brain buster. Maybe that's the finish. Yeah, maybe so. Um, yeah, and I get yeah the the Mox piece of it helps. Obviously, the the we get to this later in the show, but um, yeah, all, all in all, I'm happy everybody involved is in the show, and I'm going to be hyped for it when it happens. Wrestling brain of the night goes to Hyatt's Mrl, who before we knew it was Ishii, I saw I think it was on Twitter saying that he hopes it's Toru Yanu because he's the first guy who pinned Mox after or beat Mox. I should say it was no pin, but beat John Moxley in years and years after Dean Ambrose, he'd gone on this road, the first yeah. guy That's and Mox is do. done, brought it up in promos over years that he's like, no, the only guy I'm scared of that Toriano, that guy's fucked up. That guy, he doesn't come out there to fight you. Like I I'm scared of that guy. And Mox is like sold for him in tag situations that he's scared of. That would have been awesome. if Eddie's like, I know John, I know the one guy he's scared of. And it's Yano. Yano waddles out there the DVD. It would have been gigantic. I love that idea. Exciting stuff. Raise your hand if you're ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby. You were so you wanted to have the hand up. I, I want to help, right? I want to be a part of it. I want to be involved. He got the promo. He's doing it again. Adam Cole's doing it again. He's doing the I lost, but I want to have another like I didn't win, but I want to have another match thing. This is his whole this is his this is his only I'm amazed. I'm amazed at how he does this. How does he do it every week? How does he get goodwill from us one week and then very next week get get me back to this again? I have written down here, Adam Cole, the sort of guy to brag about a draw. (laughs) It's like, I didn't beat him. Or no, he says, I didn't win. But MJF didn't win either. Well, in a way. More accurately. That's what beat the champion means. (laughs) Ties go your way. In a more accurate way, yeah. MJF did win. <laughs> like... yeah. so, it's, it's, uh, sure, tie all the record books. What if he's holding the belt, Adam? Yeah. Jeez. Anyway. He's proud of himself for not getting hurt, though. And in, I, I shouldn't say that so jokingly. It is really cool knowing what Adam Cole's gone through, that he has gone through a hardcore, long match with a couple giant bumps in it, proving to himself and us that he's geared up and ready to go. And that match did obviously rule one of my TV matches of the year. So fantastic stuff there i just i don't know what to do in segments like this where the crowd is obviously into it these guys have a chemistry they know how to go back and forth mjf puts cole over says he's a great talent but you know i've defended it there's not reason for you to have a match and i actually think this so up to here i think it's just okay but then i actually think they enter a zone of something that's really hard to execute which is adam cole has to make mjf angry enough that he accepts a match with Hiroshi Tanahashi and it doesn't seem insanely stupid. And that is actually, I think, very tough to execute. Guy's not in the arena, you know, oh, I'm mad at you, Zoobs. Why would I fight Matt? You know what I mean? There's something tricky to do there, but I actually think they hit a gear here where it really works. Escalate, 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 escalate. And they find you, Hiroshi Tanahashi, who interrupts with a video package, who promises Zoobs, and I quote, to show MJF the strength of the ace. Yes. Your response to that phrase, the str- showing the strength of the ace. 
going to be emotional. It's going to be emotional to be in the same room as Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's all I can think of. He's going to pin MJF. I'm dead certain. He's winning that title. <laughs> you think MJF can be it. the strength of the ace? Let's do it. Let's, let's enter the ace era in, in AEW. I think it would be amazing. A whole new goal. Who Think of all the negativity in AEW right now. Split. So-and-so won't be here. So-and-so won't be there. Instead, the ace is running the locker room. Just shooting love and energy and every, everyone's feeling great. Imagine that. That could be the world. Papa Burrito saying, I said in the Discord, I'm not a Cole fan, but their match was an all-timer AWTV match. It gave us reason to get the champ out, plausible reason to accept the ace match, and pay off of the blind tag drawing minutes after the weird segment. It was sublime booking. I just have to agree. And again, all of that. And it was crowd was super into it the whole time. Just a giant success across the board for these two. And I can't wait for MJF and Ace on Sunday. Again, I can't express enough how hard this is to execute in a way that doesn't seem just immensely stupid. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I feel like I feel like this is not the first time that someone has just said very plainly to MJF, it's because you think you're going to lose. And then he snaps and goes, you want it? You got it. I feel like that's worked on him like three times already. Maybe it's his weakness. It's his Achilles heel, if you will. Yeah. Hubris, the downfall of many men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of men weren't facing the case of the goddamn universe either. Yeah, you, know, you talk about, if you have to yeah, have somebody standing across from you, it's not exactly who you'd want to see. Cadenza, or Area Thrasher saying, Tana said he's going to Wembley today. There you go. Makes a lot of sense. I don't know what the Japanese population of England is, but I'm sure there's plenty throughout Europe who would travel to to see Hiroshi Tanahashi. I remember my friend went, I think I told the story recently on the show, my friend who went to the New Japan Nashville house show and one of these where they had basically not flown over any of the New Japan heavyweights except for Hiroshi Tanahashi. And there was like, it's like wow, I didn't know there were this many Japanese people in Nashville and they're all here to see the ace. <laughs> Incredible. He's the ace of the universe. Once every hundred years, a talent like this comes along. I love him so much. Are we going to meet him, Zoobs? Are we going to go meet him on Saturday? <laughs> I don't More and more, this, this you know, it's, it's hard to say no to that, you know? What would you look forward to more, the meeting or the greeting? The meeting. I can't even imagine that I would be even be able to greet. I would just, the meeting and, and, and gro- meet, meet and grovel, more like. Not that this is what the show's about, but would, would, what can I play out what I plan on doing and you tell me what you think of this as a move? Okay. Okay, so you're Hiroshi Tanahashi and I'm, I'm coming to meet you. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, put it on me. Are you in character? Yes. Arigato, Ace. What'd you think? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Chat, what'd you think of that one? Not bad. What if I said uh, Zoops instead? You owe me money and pulled out a knife. <laughs> yeah. I guess my response maybe that'll be twenty. That'll be twenty dollars. Might be my. Might be my <laughs> yeah, like that'll be 50. twenty. That'll be twenty bucks. <laughs> he would steal money from me and owe me money after that. Ay, <laughs> oh, caramba! I still kind of want the photo though. And I anyway, I'll talk about this maybe in the post show show. Can I, Josh, can I have your permission to pull the curtain back a little bit on something Please. that I did and am a little bit irked about? Oh, yeah, please. I'm seeing clips of AEW oh, Fight Forever all over yeah. the internet right now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who this uh, this guy, you know, this guy. He's got way more followers than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drain, the drain maker, drain damager, right? Yeah, drain maker. Yeah. 
and uh, is following a lot of people that have early access to the games. Could I could not have put more of myself into doing everything I could to get us a creator code. And you know, I appreciate those efforts. I I emailed the people whose names were on the press release, the, the PR people. I, mean, I did the THQ Nordic uh, contact us. I reached out to AW. Nothing. Nothing. Do you think it's a personal thing? Do you think we've slandered? I do. I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. It's a personal thing. Do you think I have to take responsibility? Is it for when when Tony Khan does an announcement when I go? Well, I don't think that's no. I don't think that's that's imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Is what I'm <laughs> Yes, it is. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I'm doing. Flattery. So yeah, just something to get off my chest. Is, I see. I'm seeing people doing streams. I don't know who, but um, people well, Big Brother, ours are going to be better than theirs when it comes out. But you're right. We, we you're absolutely right. We did deserve one, and it is what it is. It's Frank. I'll be, I'll be Frank. We were, I had a cool idea. I had a cool idea. It was if it's if we could get it before the you know before the weekend, we can play a little. When we're together on the weekend and stream it, but it doesn't look like that's happening. Come on. They've been so fun. Uh, now, somebody named now, Maddie Mac is in the chat saying y'all should pay Matt now. Can we get one of the mods to block that guy, please? And now and now no one's going to want to buy the game because we didn't play it first. Because we didn't play it early. Now no one's going to want to buy it. It is true that I bet we would have moved. Do you think it's, it's too high to say 40,000 units for them? It's not for me to say. It's not, for, it's not for me to say. Not one shy of 32,000. Not one. That's for sure. Not one shy. Well, unbelievable. Yeah. Just another example. It's a tough world, but we're tough people here at Wrestling Brains, so don't you worry. Tough times don't laugh. Tough people do. Thank you, Chael Son, and we're still here. We're still here, Zoops. You said it. And we're going back to Dynamite, where they've announced the first round of the Owen... Heart Memorial Cup. Now, last year, we weren't exactly big fans of some of the production elements, but the first time can sometimes be a mulligan. You have to figure it out. So, Zoops, before we talk about this, and this is two weeks in a row, even though this is a little uh, out of pocket, I'm going to go straight into a keep it or kick it from the segment. Psychotic, right? I'm sorry. But I feel like this is what I want to hear from the people and then go to you and I and we can digest. So, if you don't mind, Zoops, I'd like to go to our second of three keep it or kick it tonight. Area Thrasher. I will get to those hits in a moment. I am Ahab. We'll be getting to some sips. Zoobs, this statement for our second of three keep it or kick it's tonight. You'll know this one. The announced brackets for the Owen Cup tournament are good. have them handy by any chance i do zoops let me read them aloud here real quick so on the men's side it is cm punk versus satoshi kojima roderick strong versus samoa joe dustin rhodes versus powerhouse hobbs 
and Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks. Let's talk about that scene and we can talk about the women's side uh, afterwards. Okay, that's good. That's mostly good. It's mostly good. You're gonna get you're gonna get Punk Joe semifinal. You're gonna get um a good match in Juice and Ricky, and you're getting I forget the other one, but it was yeah, Hobbs Dustin and, and Powerhouse, yeah, which I think Dustin is... Rhodes sneaking in. Dustin's yeah, matches can... are good though. I like Dustin matches. You have a chance at Hobbs Starks and Punk Joe. That's pretty sick. Um that's not so bad. That's not so bad. So I'm gonna say, yeah, that's good. I'm gonna say it's good. On and the women's the, side, yeah, Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho, Nyla Rose versus Willow Nightingale, which I like a lot, Athena versus Billy Starks, and Anna J versus Sky Blue. Yeah, okay, lots there, lots there. In um, con- in conjunction, good. Yeah, I would say that's I would say that's good. Um the, the chat tends to agree. Marlon Phillips, Brick Mittens, Maddie Mack, I am Ahab, Trilly McGinnis, Torque Penderloin, Professor Soros, uh, uh Bobby Burritos, one month subscriber. Thank you, Professor Soros. Uh my name is Will, no clue what this is, Dark Lord, DKL, Niblets 05, Cadenza, Fruits are Edible, VZ, and Hi, it's BRL all keeping just two kicks, McVander Huge and Area 90% Rasher. Yeah. And you'd be with them, Zoob. You'd be keeping them. CM Punk does a lot of, as, as with many things on this show, CM Punk does a lot of heavy lifting. Looking ahead to CM Punk against Mojo is pretty easy to do for me, personally. I agree. The looking ahead is good. CM Punk versus Kojima is a letdown for me. It's about as, it's about as, it's about as low as you could possibly put Punk on Forbidden Door. It, when it comes to CM Punk, New Japan... And safe. I I the, the, I know that these people are going to be out there when I tweet this out tomorrow. It's like, oh, you you Kojima's a legend. You think I don't know about Satoshi Kojima? Like, I I I, I dare you to come correct me about like these guys and like exposure to them. Um, but even at his peak, he is not my favorite of the New Japan dads. I know I'd take Makabe in his prime, or you know, obviously Tanahashi. But when I talk about the heavyweights of New Japan that Punk could be facing. Man, Kojima's like outside of my top 15. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not juicy. I'm borderline looking forward to the tag match on collision as much as no, that isn't true because I think it will be I think stylistically an old school new Japan dad makes actually a ton of sense for punk. And I know I, I floated that uh Nagata would have been a preferred choice for me, but then I realized he is the triple cap crown triple crown champion right now, so he probably can't take a loss. But one way or the other. Kojima is just first of all the announcement you touched on it off the top zoobs but sometimes this company needs to get it right promotion wise a little better like you yeah. need to CM Punk's first singles match back is on pay-per-view this Saturday and it's one of eight matches announced in a graphic in 20 seconds it's genuinely it's just promotional malpractice not my term shout out to Luke Thomas but it really is in this case uh it just doesn't as a promotion you have to sell your matches somewhat give them a grab this is I mean, Punk Kojima stands out on there, but not in the way that it should. So I don't know. I'm still going to be obviously very excited to watch Punk wrestle a legend, but the upper ceiling for this match is not probably as high as I would like for my dream CM Punk Forbidden Door match. That's just me. Really strange. Really strange why you would do do it this way. Other than other than to be like, other than to frame it as a punishment, I don't really see how you could have a you could have a CM Punk pay per view. They re debut singles match against the New Japan legend and, and do nothing into it. It's, it's wild. They did uh Kojima against Mox and it had a bigger 
they did a bigger thing for it than this. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally true. Maddie Mac saying saying they jammed so much shit into those announcements. Like another announcement segment got canceled for time. I had the exact same thought. The one, you know, it's always the spot in the co-main where Excalibur does match announcements. But it was honestly like if somebody was doing an AEW parody video, that's what tonight. It was like a minute of this guy speed talking through. I don't even know it's how many three matches. shows. They did three shows. They did they did Rampage and Collision and Rindor in that segment. It's insane. It's a crazy thing to do. And nothing can stand out. Brody King got a cool singles match in there against Andrade, which I think everybody here will be very pumped to be seeing at Collision. And the, these things just get lost in a, a list and muck. You'd be better off to announce a couple of these on social media over the coming week and give a lot of sell and maybe even a small package or promo to one or two of these that probably deserve the spotlight. Ace versus Swerve? What are we talking about? But in terms of this um, tournament, I think a lot, like people say, a lot of the second round matchups are good. I don't think much of the like, juice Ricky zero interest in seeing that Roderick strong versus Joe will be good. But again, when I think of dream Samoa Joe opponents, Roderick strong isn't on it. Dustin Rhodes versus powerhouse. I like Dustin Rhodes matches and him sort of carrying powers through something is interesting. And then I think punk Kojima is a letdown. Like it's hard for me to get out. I wasn't a fan of last year's tournament. And this helps because again, the second round, there's a lot to see, but it'd be nice to be able to get out of bed for a lot of these instead of feeling like every single one is a lock because of the co-mains, or sorry, rather, the second round matchups are the real sell here. So not a real complaint, but would, particularly in the case of Punk and Kojima and Roderick Strong and Joe, these guys get primed for each other for our next chapter of AEW feud. Wouldn't have minded some sexier matchups, but that's okay. Yeah. That is A-okay. How how bad is the Kojima GTS going to be? Is my Or maybe it'll just be an Anaconda <laughs> device. Yeah, I'll probably tap him. Can Go we on. put Punk in a position to win here? And I mean to, to look good more than win. He's obviously going. It would be insane. Can you imagine Kojima win? <laughs> Kojima Joe round two. Kojima <laughs> against Roddy Strong. Yeah. Kojima's going all the way. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, how about on the women's side? I showed it out. Nyla and Willow. Does that one do something for you? That's a cool. Yeah, that's cool. We did that on Saturday. I think. I don't have the dates written down for that, but that could easily be right. I hope so. I hope that's the case. Nice to see Britt um, back in action, back in singles. I can't even tell you the last time there was a Britt Baker singles match. Can you tell them? Months. That's a great point. I, I can't even thought tell of that. You. She's always just back up for Hater and multi-woman. Yeah, that's multi a good point. Yeah. So that, that's neat. Um, yeah, that's defending cool. her crown uh, at, in the in the tournament. So, yeah, lots of intriguing things. You, you got Billy Starks, um, sort of the first real spotlight opportunity for them. That should be awesome. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. All right, all right. Oh, man, Zoops. Let, let me ask you a question out the gate here. This is an easy one. Layup. I love the layups. Do you ever just love watching wrestling, Zoops? Of course. How about in this next match? It's a tag match here between Daniel Garcia, Zack Sabre Jr. They're taking on the tag team of Orange Cassidy and Katsuyori Shibata. Four very favorable guys to this channel, I think. I'd be like, oh, I'm... That's how I felt during this match. Was the energy dropping, Matt? Not anymore. I'm filled with bugs. I'm filled with bugs. Let me get strobe mode going. Fucking love this song. I'm filled with bugs. I'm the pool flavored one. I'm filled with bugs. If I was an M&M, I'd be like, oh, I'm 
Are you ready, Zoobs? You ready for strobe mode? Yes. How do you do that? How's he doing it, man? It's driving me nuts. His hand isn't even on the light switch. No, I can see both of them. See? Our parents of Mr. 50K there. <laughs> yeah. the I just are. have my yeah, parents Super <laughs> My parents live the here now. The with the scoop. Parents of Mr. 50K were there. Flicking they, are. The they, they are at my house right now. They do every Wednesday. They just go and stand over there in case somebody plays on the poo flavor one. Fell with bugs. No, the Gosh, light yeah. has a phone app. There you go. Josh, can I throw you a, a funny layup? Yeah, please, brother. Uh, Brick Mitten's pointing out Baker was in a 1v1v1 match with Tony and Ruby back in February. If you wanted to call that a singles match, Josh, would you call that a singles match? <laughs> would not. <laughs> Unquestionably a multi one a triple threat, I think they call that. <laughs> or a three-way dance if we're in ECW. <laughs> Would myself, I wouldn't call it a singles. I mean, Zoom's you, <laughs> I would not also, but also not call it a singles match. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think of Marlon's idea here? There should be a 5,000 bit option to play that song, but longer. I we could do that. Longer? We could do that. I don't know if we could make it to one like, of the Zoom sort of gets a little hairy at like one minute of these things. <laughs> Only the demon helps a Zoom. <laughs> I have come around to like, I, we need to have a specialty background that comes up when the dance music plays because it yeah. can't just be my face sitting here being like, how much, how many seconds of this song? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to dance. <laughs> Listen, this guy could play it. And I had to do a month where I couldn't even hear the songs. Yeah, <laughs> had to be had to been tough. For two. <laughs> <laughs> I do have been tough. I do have been tough to not hear the songs. Just <laughs> like silence for minutes. Swerve and Tanahashi on collision, according to Swerve's Twitter. Yeah, we knew that. That'd Very exciting. Fun. Very exciting. Dan Garcia and Zack Saber Jr. taking on Orange Cassidy and Shibata. Loved this match. Loved every engagement. Uh, every different pairing. Shibata gives up so much in matches now, which I'm just not used to seeing. It's very interesting. He's on the losing end of a lot of exchanges. I think Zack Sabre Jr. has really come into his own as the New Japan World uh, Television Champion. I love all four of these and people, and these tags are the right assortment of them. It devolved. It's going to become a four-way for the inter international title on Sunday. I can't wait to see that one in person. Zoobs, wow. Uh, a lot to love in this match. Where he was taken by this one as me. This Not quite MJF Adam Cole tier, like the stakes aren't as big, but really a fantastic, better than your average good match on uh, Dynamite for me. I mean, you had to know with the people involved that this was, it was almost impossible for this to not deliver. Um, it, it remains like remarkable that we get Shibata on the show just like regularly, just like he's an ROH wrestler. Um, Shibata and... Zack Sabre Jr. on American television for free is like fever dream sort of stuff. And then you get Dana Garcia, a really like promising young guy who's got a lot of different tools and Orange Cassidy, who has been like the workhorse star of the company and is an indie guy that like doesn't, it's so amazing. Like he doesn't seem, you, you, you would almost think if you were like untrained, like, oh, he's sort of out of place with right. these three, like three of the best 
10 technical guys in the whole world, maybe three of the best five. But it's like OC fits in like a glove here. He's just so good at what he does. He's such a chameleon. Uh, he's so skilled and he's so refined with what he's done for so many years that like he fits in perfectly with them. Um, yeah, this is this is this is stuff that can't miss. This is like easy, easy home runs for them. This is uh the promise of the company in the first place. And what makes uh Forbidden Door Week so special is getting stuff like this and it being on free TV and hearing the complaints of like, oh, they're 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 just playing to the audience they already have. And it's like, yeah, and I'm the audience they already yeah. have, and I love it. So fine by kiss me. Kiss my ass, kiss my ass. It's cool too because these four are such technicians and such able wrestlers in ring. But a lot of what I like about this match is character work. The four of them actually all have very defined characters, too, between Daniel Garcia's dancing. Daniel Garcia wants Zack Sabre Jr. to like him. They're this forced pair, but Zack Sabre Jr. is, of course, being his dickhead self. Garcia goes for a handshake, and Zack Sabre Jr. is like, get out of here. Like, we're here to fight. The Taylor goes, like, put his arm around him. After he's like, get out. Like, I just like those moments. I enjoy Shibata selling his arm the whole time like a big arm injury a torn bicep barely fighting he ends up taking the pin here which is again just very unshibata you normally see him uh handing out the ass kickings not taking them and then orange cassidy this week of his character work would almost be a waste of time at this point but for very danny garcia of course isn't a completed product that isn't what i mean but for they all bring their own fighting style and character to the ring, and then they collide. And that's so important to be good. When I talk about Sammy Guevara, I couldn't pick out his wrestling from anybody. I could pick out all four of these guys wrestling because it matches their character. And seeing that intertwined with four different people who can all do it at a pretty high level just creates wrestling that I like a great deal. Love this match. Loved watching it. Yeah, and we get a four-way coming to the weekend now. That's fucking awesome. How exciting is that? Badass, man. We get a Shimada match. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Maybe last year, but... But for me, that's fucking a huge deal. Huge deal. Marvez is trying to break some news. I like this. A little, here's somebody trying to break some news at AW. It's such a newsworthy place. But what's Renee Young, former co-worker of the Zoobs? What, what's all, all these people? They're not actually breaking anything. Here's Marvez running around saying, I'm trying to break some news. He's with Will Ospreay, who elaborates. Have you heard his press tour this week, Zoobs, that he hates Canadians? Have you heard about this? I have. I have heard some of that, yeah. Now, that doesn't really include me. I'm a Portuguese-Canadian. It's a little bit different. But how, how, how do you feel when he, uh, you know, speaks in that sort of broad term? And there's 40 million of us. So I can't I can't say that all 40 million are good. You know, it would be, it'd be hard for me to make that case. So, you know, I don't know who he's met, right? Well, he sort of tells us. He says, Bret Hart is always whining about something. Chris Jericho seems like a nasty guy who will turn on anybody. Yeah. I forget who the third person he names is, but he goes through some Canadians. And we think about it. There are, you know, there are, oh, I think Kenny Omega dropped him on his head on a turnbuckle. So lots of reason not like Canadians, but I like this because here it is. It seems like just a feud between extender between him and Kenny and national things don't really mean that much. It's like, oh, I hate Kenny because he's Canadians. Who cares? However, well, if, he says it, if he says it in Toronto when we're there, that'll be a different story. Oh, I'll be. Say it to my face. Holy. Hands up, chin down. You start saying that sort of thing. However, I love the way this went where Don Callis enters, of course, a Canadian, and he goes, well, big fan. He's doing the Don Callis thing, wants him to join the family, and says, unfortunately, no one's more hated in Canada than me, and I'd like to offer you my personal security to escort you to the ring and back to fight Kenny Omega. He goes, well, why, why would you do that? And he goes, hey, I just want a fair fight. Let's hear a one, two, three, eh, kid? <laughs> love this. Uh, I thought this was great. As Will Ospreay continues to be a way better promo than people realize, I think. Very competent. Not obviously like Eddie or anything like that, but very, very competent. 
Yeah, if Will's the Instagram, the the Twitter video in the car the other month was a serious thing about needing to change his style and needing to slow down and needing to like really think about where he is in life uh, and with his wrestling. Like, I think he could come over and be a a, a pre made huge star in AEW and like not have to do the New Japan epic every single time he wrestles. Yeah, um, which I'm sure he's like interested huge, in. He feels like a huge deal when he's on the show and like feels like a guy that that is more of a ready-made star than some of the other guys they brought over. That's exactly right. And feels that way too, which is not always, not everyone can make that. Some people feel bigger here. Vice versa. Will feels huge here. And that is genuinely a, that's very impressive. Yeah. Ty of Valkyrie versus Chris Statlander. Let me say this about Chris Statlander. She comes out and she does the American sign language for uh, more than a woman. When she comes out, I just think that's really cool. You and I, Zeus, we're both the guy who on the weekend we might have RTP on the screen. So you know they're on the might. Portuguese cable network. You know that I will. They always have somebody doing sign language in the bottom right corner. This is just a standard thing on their shows. And it's made me realize that, you know, it is sort of weird to exclude all those people. And I thought it's, I think it's cool that if, can you imagine if you're one of those people who's a dynamite fan, you're so used to watching wrestling and you're like following the captions or however you take it in. And the Chris Statlander, like just out of nowhere, busts out sign language. Pretty cool. It's the equivalent of, you know, you, you or I wrestlers tour. I bust out a little one line of Portuguese in a big show in Lisbon, something like that. Right. I just think it's really cool. And, I bet there are people who just love her for it. And I think that's really nice and a good show as I go to shit all over this match. <laughs> I was not a fan of this match myself. And I've been a fan. Can we get Chris Statlander out there with some good opponent? She's got to rest Anna, wrestle Anna J and Taya Valkyrie back to back weeks. And you know, I'm no Taya Valkyrie hate or anything, but wh where is, where, where is Emi Sakura? Where's the Karushida? Where are the people who can come? I heard Layla Hirsch is better, right? I'd even be interested to see that. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's. I, I think I think it's a little dismissive of uh, of of Ty Valkyrie. I thought she, we we had just come off saying that she was the best match for um, for Jade Cargill. We had we had come off saying she's a good power match. I thought the matchup would work. I, I don't I don't know that I can always blame that she's not facing the right people. Her offense stunk though. Like you can still tell what happened. Ty was, is just was an off like night. This. Was an off night. It's like man alive. Gonna hit a little. Hit a little. I don't know. I was I wasn't a fan of this one. Oh, sign language says "Mama is home." I think that's my bad. Love that though. I don't speak it. Yeah. McVenny is saying I know a fan like this, and she says it's a huge deal for her to see it. That's really cool. Awesome. There you go. There you Do go. you like this match more than me, Soups? Uh, probably not. Doesn't sound like it. I feel oh. nothing towards it. Completely forget it. Don't even run. Couldn't tell you what's the only thing that happened uh, about it. Unfortunately, it's, it's it's in this weird spot where I was like, this isn't the main event. So they're it's it's they're rolling through this in a really quick way. And it was sort of like in a weird spot on the show because it was adjacent. It was like it was the main event, but it wasn't. But they put up the Eddie Gra Eddie Kingston is talking after this graphic, and there's still an Okada call out coming. So we were sort of like, this is strange because there's it is the Ursats main event you know love that term air sense yeah agreed this was but it didn't end up playing out that way regardless like you say not the end of the world but let's get statland or there's somebody good i know she can cook yeah this is where excalibur earns his paycheck he lists through a million matches i could never note take that 
quickly, but most importantly, Ace versus Strickland, which we talked about, Brody King and Andrade. Can't wait to see that at Collision on Saturday, Zoobs. What a treat. That's pretty cool. I'm not, I realized I'm not as big a Andrade fan as everybody else. I just like, I don't have the thing that everybody else has where they're like, remember that one? And I'm just like, no, I don't. You didn't watch on Saturday. I didn't know because he doesn't do anything for me. Because like a Andrade singles match does not get me to be like I gotta tune in and watch this. It just doesn't. I just sure. don't have any. I don't have anything. I don't have. What would he have to you. do to get you to watch a match? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's not even like people would have to tell me sort of thing because people do tell me, and then I watch it. And I'm like, he seems the same as basically everybody. Did you see the photo of him and Punk doing this beside each other this week? I, again, yeah. And How like, cool was that photo? At least you didn't like that photo. I don't care about Andrade. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know how to do this over. I can't do this this many times. He he does nothing for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, but sure. Lots of, still, the photo you'd think matching and Punk both dressed to the nines. I don't know. Nice photo. Yeah, but it's the same as like, did you see CM Punk beside, you know, a guy on the street? Was, I would mark out same. for that. It's about the same. Yeah. So then, yeah, that's how, that's what I felt about it. I got nothing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on record and, and lean as hard as I can into this, that he does really doesn't do anything for me i'm out here because i told them i don't respect them so they went home says that he explaining why the elite aren't here they, they, they got too offended that their teammate said i don't they respect were them. they were here they were in yeah they, they were, were in the building they were here they weren't and uh eddie scared them away they left in anger and eddie kicks to their teammate this is just such a stupid way to cover for it. you have to do something different here have have one of the elite get kidnapped and they gotta go run and save them so <laughs> they've done that they've done the yeah. kidnap thrown into an ambulance get their asses kicked by vcc they've done happy it hour at the bar hanger can't miss it something anything besides because they don't need any more oh we're easily offended we won't be in the same space uh how about i hate claudio i got nothing but hatred right now for john moxley because i thought we came from the same place Mox comes out. I love these two guys together. Mm-hmm. They were, they're just electric, immediate chemistry. You told me to destroy anything that gets in my way, Mox says about Eddie. Eddie says, Yeah, but then you teamed with Claudio, who you know I hate. Like, I can't have my best friend teaming with a guy I hate. That's a huge betrayal, which is true, Zoobs. If you teamed up with a guy I hate, I would feel it's tw- it stings twice as much. Sure. Is there anyone you hate out there? Not that I would mention on the air of the show, that's for sure. Well, I won't side with them. Thank you. I can think of one person. <laughs> I would never. Thank you. I'm on your side. BCC comes out to attack. Ishii comes out to even of odds. Of course, he is Eddie's partner here. This is the reveal. It's not enough. Brian's standing tall in the middle of the ring. The crowd wants it. We all want it. The coin flips. And Kazuchika Okada is here. Does a very similar thing to last year. Jogs out to the ring, slides under the bottom rope, clears house. Gets an enormous reaction. And we go off air with the Rainmaker. And he cleans Wheeler's clock with a great Rainmaker. Awesome sell by Wheeler. And then Brian scurries off. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought there was some good stuff. That sort of in, in the very limited interaction they got, the stuff that shows why Eddie is who he is, I think is really important to me personally. Is um because Mox does the uh if they stand behind you, protect them. If they stand beside you, fight with them. If they stand in front of you, uh destroy them. 
and then Mox is very, you know, Mox can get into that like uh, monologue-y, like I'm I'm gonna rev this up, and here we go, and like before he even gets there, uh, Eddie cuts him off. Yeah, because Mox him. goes, Mox goes, you're you're drawing a line in the sand here when you make this call. And you can tell he's about to get into like you're drawing a line in the sand, and you know my father and Eddie's immediately like you drew the line in the sand, you drew the line in the sand. Makes it real. Teaming with with Cesaro was the line in the sand. I didn't do this. I'm not the one who started this. You know who I had a problem with, and you did this. This is not about how I'm acting. It's about how you're acting. Don't try to do this to me. I'm too good. Uh, I thought it sort of like is is shows where Eddie is sort of different than everybody else and what makes him so special and makes him Great so good. Call. Um, so I enjoyed that quite a bit. How how do you not love a segment that ends with Okada sliding into the ring and clearing house? You know, having him do anything else is silly. You know, you don't he doesn't need to be yeah. he doesn't need to come and cut a promo. He doesn't need to come and 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 interrupt matches or pull legs or have things screwed over to him. He needs to show up the day before. You need to go to the pay per view. And be the last guy on the screen. That's that's what has to happen. And to your earlier point about who this is for, and people say there's no story. Look at this stadium and reaction for Okada, a guy who's only been there once before for about the same length of time, a minute. Oh yeah, who? What's the story? If you don't get it, it doesn't matter, and you're missing out. So yeah. maybe if you see this clip of a stadium of thousands of people losing their fucking minds, you go, man, who is that guy? Instead of being like, oh, come on. That's not actually, it's bad because I don't understand it. You're telling on yourself. Yeah, Can't great. Have, en- enjoy not watching it. That rocks to me. Yeah, <laughs> have fun. Do not care. Seems that was Dynamite. Seven show for me. Very hype. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Great, to, great, a great way to get us in the door. Forbidden door. Very nicely said. Zoops, let's remind people this Sunday, not only Forbidden Door, it is Wrestling Brain Live too. All three of us, all of you, in a great location. Reach out to any of us for the remaining tickets. There are some left going into Sunday, but I think it's going to be a great room and a great time, Zoops. I, I could not be more excited for Sunday. The the combo of Forbidden Door and Wrestling Brain Live too. It's going to be one of the best days of my year. There's no getting around that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with my what we're going to do with the computer during that. That's the only question that I don't, I don't have solved. We will figure it out. I will not leave you high and dry to figure out your computer. We will figure it out. Yeah. Great. So I am seeing you Friday. That's very exciting. Yes, indeed. Can you believe Both that? of you fellas, I assume, at some point. We'll see me. Well, then, Maddie, we'll go into the post-show show. Zoobs, cannot wait to see you on Friday. Anything you want to say to the people before we get you out of here? This is your last chance. Tickets on Sunday. You should get them. You should come. It's going to be lots of fun. We're all going to go to the show. Um, lots of fun stuff planned. Huge. You say we don't do announcements to announcements. We do have huge announcements, though. <laughs> it just so but, happens that, like... I mean, maybe we, I don't do announcements for announcements. We do happen to have uh, some stuff that we're announcing, some some cool things on the way. It is very exciting. Uh, the video game is out not too long after that, so who knows where that will find a place. So uh, very cool, very exciting, very fun. It's going to be awesome. Very cool, very exciting, very fun. Nobody says it better than my big brother, the Zoobs. We'll catch you very soon, for real. Love and energy.